Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host, Natalie Green, and I'm so happy to have you here today. For this week's episode, I wanted to discuss the importance of a morning and a night routine. I am realizing more and more often that a lot of people don't have a set morning or night routine that they stick to each day. While this might seem like a burden to add to your schedule, it actually has a great deal of benefits. And so I would like to go over that today to just put that on your radar if you don't have a morning or night routine implemented in your life right now. Before we go into our topic for this week's episode, I will start as I always do with what I've been into and what I've been up to. Now, following last week's episode, I mentioned that for the month of July, I would be going over the environmentally or healthy-friendly switches that I've made that are simple, easy, and don't really cause many changes in your everyday life. So for this week, I am going over an all-purpose cleaning spray recipe from my friend Gina, and it is a half a cup of white vinegar, distilled white vinegar, a half a cup of water and some drops of any essential oil that you choose. So I know what you're thinking, isn't that going to smell like vinegar? Yes, it does smell a little bit like vinegar, but the scent does evaporate rather quickly and it's so much more environmentally friendly and much more pet friendly than buying any other of those all-purpose counter cleaners. And, you know, I've just read a lot of horror stories about the effects that those chemicals have on your pets and, of course, yourself. So I figured, why not make it at home? It can be antibacterial if you let it sit, but other than that, it's just a good counter cleaner and it's obviously way cheaper, but again, way more environmentally friendly. So I just recommend once you run out of your all-purpose cleaner, just making your own at home with that recipe I described. And there you go. You're all set. I've been up to yesterday. I went to the 626 night market with my boyfriend and one of our good friends. And it was a blast. If you don't know about the 626 night market, it is an Asian night market. And I say Asian because all of the food is Asian food, which if you know me, I love Asian food. And it's supposed to be a take on the Japanese or Korean and I think even Indian style night markets that you'll see very frequently in those countries but in reality it's just a bunch of really super yummy food and some cute little item vendors and stuff like that so that was a ton of fun to go to got to try so many yummy things like grilled squid we had mushroom and garlic bone marrow we had chicken katsu sandwiches all kinds of yummy stuff so I ate my fill (laughs) and had a really good time at the 626 night market in Arcadia. If you're in SoCal, I recommend giving it a try. Now, jumping right into this week's topic, reflecting back to episode 18 on improving your decision-making, taking out the need to make decisions frees up our mental energy to better focus in and make better choices for those important decisions. So starting and ending your day in about the same way every day helps eliminate those smaller decisions that, while they may impact your day coming up or the next day, are not necessarily life-changing decisions. Like what are you having for breakfast or whether you should eat and then work out or vice versa. Having a set routine allows you to know exactly what you are going to do at about the same time every day. Now, if you're somewhat of a perfectionist, like myself, 
You also need to be self-aware enough to not let your routine getting thrown off a bit frustrate you. Life is unpredictable and no day is exactly the same. All you can do is your best to try and keep things on track when you can. Messing up on your routine here and there is not the end of the world. Now, let's get into some of the benefits of a morning routine. It helps you feel more prepared for the rest of the day. If you know how long it's going to take you to make breakfast or eat or work out, you can give yourself enough time to get everything you need to get done before work at your own pace. You won't feel rushed because you will know approximately how long it will take you to complete your morning routine and you can then allot that necessary time. You are kicking your day off with productivity. However you start your day, you are beginning with some sort of productivity, whether would that be with your skincare or walking the dog or journaling. You are doing something productive with your time, not just mindlessly scrolling on social media or staring at the ceiling, wondering why you're up so early. You have tasks that you need to complete to finish your morning routine, and in doing so, you are being productive with your time. A morning routine can help lower stress. Going back to the point of feeling more prepared, you know how long everything takes and exactly what needs to be done with the time that you have. You won't feel rushed because you know how long things are going to take you, and you can build in that time cushion to ensure that you are not rushing yourself or running late. It's a great opportunity to develop healthy habits. Having a routine makes it much easier to add or maintain healthy habits instead of adopting negative ones. For example, if you are prone to check your email or social media as soon as you open your eyes, implementing into your morning routine to automatically get out of bed and not check your email or socials for the first 30 to 45 minutes a day is much easier than randomly trying to not look at your social media on certain days. You can implement healthy habits in small ways when developing your morning routine. Also, a routine does not have to be stagnant. You can always switch things up if they're getting stale or if you'd like to add something new. Once you've determined where it might fit in your routine, it will become a part of your everyday life. Now that I've gone over the benefits of a morning routine, I thought I would share mine with y'all. While it's by no means perfect and ever-changing, it is what has been working for me for about the last month, and maybe you'll find some aspects of my routine that you think might be beneficial in your morning routine. So I start the day off by waking up at 6 and going straight to doing my face ice bath, which I had mentioned a few weeks ago, is just putting my face in ice cold water. It is a great wake up and it's great for your skin. So love doing that first thing in the morning. At about 6.10, I then feed and walk the dog. And this is a great way to get some sunshine on my face and get some steps in in the day before it gets too hot. At about 6.30, 6.35, I am then reading my devotional before 6.45 when I'm journaling while I'm turning on my computer for work. This takes quite a bit. I'm not kidding. Maybe 15 minutes for my computer to turn on. 
At about 6.55, I start making my breakfast, which is my world famous oatmeal. And then I drink either the green juice that I make weekly or some hot water with lemon. And I am listening to a podcast that I listen to every day called Stuff You Should Know. And it's just random topics that they go really in depth in. And it's just been very educational for me. So I like to kick off my day with some fun education while getting in that hydration while getting my food ready. At about seven, I am doing the dishes or tidying up the apartment or making green juice. And this is while I'm making breakfast. And then at 7.15, I'm eating my oatmeal. At 7.30, I'm taking my vitamins, which you should always do right after you eat because if you don't, the vitamins hit your stomach acid and just get fried. Then I'm doing my skincare or I'm getting dressed, making the bed, and I'm listening to the New York Times, the daily podcast, as that gets me up to date on daily news that's happening throughout the world, politics, things like that, you know. It's not my favorite bunch of topics in the world because, you know, usually things are pretty gloomy. Things are not always, well, most of the time are not happy, but I do think it's important to be educated and up to date on what's going on in the world. So this is just a little snapshot of it as opposed to watching the news, which is extra depressing. And then at 7.50 to 8, I make my green tea in my little teapot and then I sit down to start working. Again, my morning routine is by no means perfect, and I squeeze a lot in there, but it does allow me to take the time that I need to really prepare myself for the day. Also, disclaimer, I try not to look at my phone or social media and email until about 7 to really give my brain the time it needs to wake up without the bombardment and flood of emotions that social media can bring into our day. Here are some habits that you might consider adding into your morning routine. Drinking a glass of warm water with lemon or just room temperature water first thing in the morning. It's so important to get that hydration in there and it's much easier for your body to incorporate that water into your body into what it needs if it is not cold first thing in the morning. Maybe start your day with making your bed first. This is kicking things off on the right foot as soon as you jump out of bed and it'll already make you feel like you accomplished something. Eat a healthy breakfast. Your parents were not lying. You need to be eating breakfast. Even if you're not hungry, try to eat a little bit of something. It is beneficial for your brain and does help get everything going for the day. Maybe meditate or journal or do a devotional. Something that gets you thinking in a way that is maybe spiritual or reflective. Something that just gets your mind going but not necessarily work-related. Something that's more self-reflective and self-development. Maybe try to get some steps in or try to be in the sun a little bit. It's really important to get that vitamin D and as it gets hotter outside, I know it's harder to want to be out there, but the morning is a great time to be out there and in the sun and getting that vitamin D and just getting some steps in. Now, just like having a morning routine helps to set us up for success in our day to come, Implementing a nighttime routine is also vital for our success for the next day. I mean, it would be hard to jump out of bed ready to seize the day and start your morning routine if you don't feel rested from the night before. Here are some of the notable benefits of implementing a nighttime routine. It can promote a better night's sleep. Going back to the topic of decision making, you have just spent the day making various decisions, big or small. By the end of the day, your brain and body are tired. 
By having a nighttime routine, you eliminate all the decision making and know exactly when you are going to bed and what you need to do to make sure you are in bed by then. Furthermore, many of the habits within your nighttime routine will either be setting you up for success in your morning routine or relaxing your body and preparing it for a restful night. We have all heard that adults need six to eight hours of sleep, although I really believe it's more like seven to nine because I, for one, need nine hours of sleep to feel truly rested. But the amount of sleep you get isn't the only factor that matters. It's about the quality of sleep that you get. Having a nighttime routine allows the mind to relax and unwind as you reflect on the day, journaling or letting your mind wander while reading a good book. This time for self-care allows us to separate ourselves from whatever went on throughout the day and truly just focus on ourselves and our needs. You will go to bed having been productive. You knew what habits needed to be accomplished and you did so. You are ending your day in the same way that you started it with your morning routine. Overall, a nighttime routine makes it easier to fall asleep and get high quality sleep It can reduce stress levels and has shown to improve focus and productivity. Now, just as I shared my morning routine, I will share my nighttime routine. It is much less fast paced, obviously, because I'm trying to slow down my mind and just prepare it to go to sleep and make sure that I am letting go of whatever went on through the day and letting go of the stress from that day. So at about 7.45, I eat my bedtime snack, which is usually chia seed pudding now, which I mentioned in last week's episode, and I drink sleepy time tea while I watch some TV. As I mentioned, I'm an anime fan, so I've been watching Sailor Moon. So it's very happy-go-lucky, nothing scary, nothing serious, just something that's sweet and fun, and I'm just relaxing, and I'm letting my mind relax, and honestly, just vegging out a little bit. At about 8.05, I do my Duolingo, which is a language learning app that I've been consistently using almost every day for the last two years to get better at Spanish. So I do that. It's a little bit more of a mental exercise, but, you know, habit stacking, this is how I'm getting that habit in every day. At 8.15, I do finish my Duolingo and start watching some TikToks before 8.30 when I brush my teeth. At 8.45, I get the bed ready, I stretch, and then I sit down on the ground with my feet stuck up in the air on the side of my bed, and I pet my dog. And what's most important about this time is that after I've stretched or sat with my legs up in the air to, you know, get some better circulation, I have turned off my phone. I'm getting no more notifications. I'm not scrolling. I am not looking at it after 8.45. At nine, I get in bed and I am reading a book to really wind my brain down. And it could be the most entertaining book in the world. When I'm sleepy, I start closing my eyes no matter what. It always puts me to bed. So this is a great way to wind down. And then at 9.30, it is lights out. Not always exactly 9.30, but 9.30 is the goal since I'm waking up at six. And I did mention that I love, I would love to get nine hours of sleep every day, but eight and a half works too. So while this is my routine, here are some habits that you can consider adding to yours. Getting the room ready for bed. Have low lights on, have your fans on, and keep things cool and relaxing. No phone 30 to 60 minutes before bed. And honestly, I would add no TV to that or computer as well. We do not need that blue light shining in our face right before bed. And honestly, we definitely don't need to be scrolling on our phones right before bed. 
Sleepy time tea. I'm such a huge fan of sleepy time tea. It is a great way to relax your mind and body drinking some kind of chamomile or literally sleepy time tea, blended tea, as it provides a little bit of hydration right before you go to bed. I mean, you're going to be asleep for 12 hours. You might as well get some hydration in there too, right? Maybe read or journal, get your thoughts out from the day, or just go on an adventure in a book. Take a moment to be grateful for the day. Now, you might be surprised by this, although I have mentioned it several times. Taking a moment to be grateful for your family, your friends, the day itself, literally anything is so weirdly relaxing. It's just something that I have implemented into my everyday nighttime routine and I recommend you do it too. It takes only a moment and you could do it while you're in bed with your eyes closed. But I definitely highly recommend adding a moment of gratitude into your nighttime routine. Now, after all of that, I do have a challenge for this week's episode, and that is for you to add or subtract something from your morning routine and your night routine. If you don't have a morning or night routine, the challenge is to implement a few habits here and there to really get your morning or night routine going. You know, everything has to have a base. And so try to add some habit that you will do every morning or every night, whether that be making your bed first thing in the morning or drinking a glass of water or sleepy time tea before bed. Start implementing those habits. And that's my challenge for you this week. Now I will end this week's episode with a quote from Mike Murdoch, and he says, The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Now I encourage you to like and leave a review and share this week's episode or this podcast in general with any family or friends or colleagues that you think would enjoy this mindfulness and wellness topics. And with that, I will end this week's episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and I thank you so much for listening. Keep consciously blooming into your best self. <laughs>